right, hello and welcome to episode six of the weekly recap. Uh, we're a little short-staffed this evening, but Alex and I are still here hanging out. We're um, drinking some beers. We uh, got the a little OGs. bit to talk about. The OGs are here. Yes, we didn't we're have any phone-ins drink. this week. We didn't have any uh, out-of-towners or anything crazy. Yeah, so we're... everyone's just really busy and doing fun things with their lives, and we're just drinking in Nick's basement, which, I mean, I don't think I would want to be anywhere else right now. So, um, Hercules is here with us. Yeah, so you might hear him. He's... He's kind of whimpering right now, but that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, um, I want to try this beer, so let's, let's get right into the damn thing. So this one is the first in a series from Grist House. It is the Lucid Manatee. Apparently they're doing a Lucid series, which is going to focus on, um, double IPAs, hazy IPAs, obviously, I'm sure, as most of the beer community lines up and says... We're all on board for the Northeastern style IPA. Um, so we're going to give this one a go. Mm. This I have not had this one yet. Alex, have you? Yeah, no. This was a this was a pickup today. I just remembered that they released it, and I was kind of bored at home. So I was like, I'll just run down to Grist House. Yeah, I we, swear to God, I walked in and someone said my name. And then I like turned around and looked for like a solid like 20 seconds, but no one like was coming up to me, so I think that maybe someone just Someone said else was named name. Alex? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know. It's like Ridiculous. fucking mind blown, right? <laughs> this kind of smells like they're like the sour IPAs that they've done. Really? Recently. Yeah. You don't think so? I don't get that. Um I do get the um I don't know. I'm not really getting definitely get like a pineapple or like a fruity yeah. Kind of overtone just, in the nose. Um, I just dunked my nose into it. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're going to drink this yeah, one real quick cheers. and see what we think. It's not bad. I don't mind it. No. No, it's um definitely refreshing, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, probably could be a little bit colder, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's hot, so fuck you. Yeah, I like drinking beer when it's hot, though. To be honest, it's it's cool. I would probably like something a little bit more crisp than this. Yeah. For like a good summer day, but no, I don't know. This isn't. I feel like a lot of the times they can be like very. I don't. know, This is eight percent. What is it? Is there like a description on it? I don't think that's so. one thing. But again, I wish this like is a... some kind of description would be on it. Uh, I think that's kind of what Untapped is for at this point. Yeah. Personally, um, the. The series, they're going to do three beers, I guess, over the next couple months, um, all with the Lucid name. Um, really digging the can design on this one. I'm sure Sarah's probably in love with it as well, with all the stars, like the galaxy type thing in the background, which yeah, is Yeah, cool. that's really cool. Like um, it. It's, um... Gristhouse cans have been really on point lately, though. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that a lot. They've definitely been upping their can game. I feel like that's, <laughs> like, across the board, though. Everybody's like, really... Yeah, like... I'm really kind of worried. Establish what? Um, oh, uh, dancing gnome. I'm gonna mention them early. Uh, Talked to the guys last week because they were up in arms about all of the stuff that was going on with their cans. Yeah. Um, they had actually had to keg Lustra instead of canning it this week or last week, and they were pissed because apparently the cans went to the wrong place, and then they had some issues with the labels for Infinite Highway. Mm. And so they were up in arms about all of it. Um, 
and we'll get into Dancing Numb this week because Sarah and I did go twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was there. I was there with you guys. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> the so the bulk of this yeah, one, like, I really want to not focus on what we're drinking because we're going to get wasted if we do. Yes, uh, <laughs> we. It is like eight thirty p.m. Yeah. Quarter to nine. Quarter we're to nine. we're closer to quarter to yeah, nine. At this so point. we're not we're, trying. To we're gonna try only. not to get hammered, stupid <laughs> drunk tonight, and we're just gonna try to take it a little bit easy. So yeah, but yeah, no, I think this would be a good time to just cover some more general topics. Um, yeah, Alex and I have very differing uh, levels of involvement in the beer community, and I think that's something that we can kind of go back and forth on and have opinions about. Yeah. Like I'm still, yeah, I'm still like relatively new to all of this. Um, and I don't go nearly as much as you guys do. And I'm not really super into like what most people are enjoying right now, which is like IPAs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I am, but I don't have like all of this, like a background knowledge and all of these beers that I've tried before to like compare everything to. Right. I kind of just like what I like. And I feel like, Anyone that has listened to this has kind of got that because yeah, <laughs> I'm you, pretty I'm pretty bare bones. Just uh, you know, do I like it? Do I not like it? Give me some you know. Yeah. I, I said I'm I'm horrible at these descriptions, but we're not going to pick out the no. um, the intricacies of the beer. But no. it, it, this one is very good. I think. Uh, no, I like it. I actually do really like this. I'm glad I got it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, probably a little bit more citrusy than some of the others um, that even. Gris House is done. Um, I still think, um, what's it called? What's their, the IPA that they like always have? Fire on the Hill? No. The, uh, the other one. Camp Slap? No. Mm-mm. Not Camp Slap. Um, Hop Sensei? No. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, just gonna go through all of, we're just going to go what, through all of them. Oh, what's their, oh, Hazedelic. Yes, Hazedelic. Hazedelic is, Hazedelic is just, it's always solid. Like, yeah. if, if I don't have, if there's nothing else that I really want there, like, I know that it's going to be good, so I'll get it. I'll tell you, we were only there for one beer. Um, when was that? Saturday night after we went to Dancing Now. Mm-hmm. And their list is extravagant right now. There is a ton of stuff that I've never heard of. That's um, good because which, I, I, that's, I mean, I don't know if I've said this before, but that's the one problem I have with them is that I think I've been there like three, like two or three times and it's just like their standard menu. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I don't I feel like, 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 I got mean, stagnant for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad they're re- like, I'm glad they're doing can releases and stuff, even though I haven't been super thrilled with what they've been putting out. I like- also, another thing, another thing I was going to say, go. um, today when I went to go get cans, I was, kind of, I was kind of upset because I, like, walked in, and I was just going in to get cans. And I, like, walked through the counter, and I was like, yeah, can I just get a four-pack of Lucid Manatee? And she was like, you know it's for off-site consumption only, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, why did you lead with that? Like, <laughs> like are people... Because clearly people have... snooty with you. No, yeah, that's, and that's the thing that I was going to say. Like, I feel like they're eat, it's like really hit or miss with them like i feel like they're if they're on it like they're all super cool yeah and super helpful and it's always the same people though. yeah that's the other thing right. is it, like you don't have i mean you have like oh maybe someone's having a bad day or something like yeah. that you can you can let it pass but i every once in a while you get that like right oh you're not really bothering me with that type yeah of feel. and i i was thinking about it on the way over here and like we both have worked in customer service yeah like you work in customer service 
like daily. Currently, so yeah. it's like it like I, I totally understand that. Yeah. But like I never really know what I'm like what I'm gonna get into. And I was kind of just like taken aback because I was it was it's like it was like six o'clock today. Right. And they're like closing soon and I was like, I'm not like you, I I'm literally walking and I don't have a stamp. The... Like you know, I haven't <laughs> been here. Like I'm not gonna go outside and like drink one of these cans. And I'm fully aware that you have to drink them outside. Like if if people don't know that, one I'm sure thing you I will get say with that though, the problem. So it might not even be a problem. It's it's just that they have been serving cans from behind the bar now. Really? In singular. Why? Because they didn't have it on tap. That was what it was. Saturday, we were sitting there. I saw a couple people get acid wash because it wasn't on tap. They actually served them a can with a glass. Like, you know, like you can get at uh, Burgers. Like we were there on uh, Saturday night after, yeah. <laughs> after Gris House. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like that. Okay, but that's like, that's not my fault. No, Like if not. you guys want to do that, go ahead. Go for it. Like right. that's, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. It's just I like. I think it was that you were ordering a four pack. If I had to, if I had to look at it from the other side, you're ordering a four pack. There's the outside's open now. You know, there's p- tons of people in and out of that place all the time. Yeah. And they're now serving cans behind the bar, so they want you to understand that the four packs are mm. not for okay. sitting there drinking. All right. They're for taking off property and going home and enjoying it. So okay. I can, I mean, at the end of the day, I will say, I can probably forgive that one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like every time I'm there, I'm, like, not really impressed with the service. Like, I feel like everyone there kind of, they just, they serve you and that's it. And, like, there are a lot of people that go there, so, like, they don't really have, like, a ton of time to, like, talk to people, which, but, like, that's that's more their issue. It's, like, they have a tiny-ass bar, like... It, True. Like the outside bar want... helps. I will say that, but yeah. like Sarah and I wanted to get cans because I wanted to get Sean a four pack of this, right? Yeah. Sean P. Of Sean Untap P. Of Untap fame. fame. Hey, girl. We're hitting all the classics here all... early. We do it every week. You guys know <laughs> it by now. We've been uh-huh. here six times. But Sean got us a few um, the Hoof Hearted beers, a few of um, East End, which I'm not too crazy about. Um, the the one that I had earlier, um, just after work today, was uh, the Pennsylvania handshake, which Alex yeah, is having I'm currently. Yeah, I'm that right now. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, it's a collaboration with Pizza Boy, and I freaking love Pizza Boy. Anything they do is really like sincerely probably one of my favorites mm-hmm. outright. Yeah, um, I don't I don't have them enough, but they're like everywhere. They're like always like at the the bars and stuff. I just don't go like. If I'm getting beer, like craft beer, like I'm going to a brewery. Like I'm not going out yeah. and get like if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get the cheapest thing on the menu, which is Miller Lite. Like I'm like that's what I'm going for. Right. And, and I mean, but like I don't know. We were at Hems and they they always have like a really Hems in Oakland and they always have like a really big craft beer selection. But we were yeah. only there for like a little bit, so I never ended up getting that. But if um, anybody saw our uh, post from Saturday night when we were at. Uh, Burgers? Burgers, yeah. I had the uh, the Leon from uh, Neshaminy Creek, mm. and those guys are incredible. I, I really like the beers that they put out. I've, I've only had probably a handful, but they're... Um, where, are the, where is that? They're east of the state, so they're Philly area. Oh, oh okay. Um, so still in Pennsylvania. But they are, yeah, they're still PA, and uh, they're actually, I think they're going to be at the beer fest that we're going yes. to oh, next I'm month. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, so um, we're, we are going to... 
Uh, Philly invades Pittsburgh. Philly invades Pittsburgh. At Spoonwood. Some Spoonwood. of our good friends. Yeah. We're going to go hang out with Steve, the head brewer. Um, love that guy. <laughs> they followed us on Instagram. I know. How insane is that? It's so cool. Because Steve runs their social media, too. Yeah. Um, Steve and uh, Jason, who we talked about last week. Um, Jason has a hand in that, but he's also a social media guru. Do they follow so. you on your personal account? Yeah. Yeah, they actually really That's are really good cool. at interacting, too, which That's is my cool. favorite part. Like, yeah. Sarah and I will post, oh, we're going to see Coheed over the summer, and immediately Spoonwood's like, oh, cool, we're definitely meeting up beforehand. Yeah. Like, That's they, cool. We yeah, always, uh, I just wish they weren't in the South Hills, because, like, it, it's a... Well, I've only been there once with you guys, yeah. and, it like, I would be there, like, every day if right. it wasn't, like, a 45-minute drive. I mean, it's closer for you guys. Yeah, but. it's maybe 50, uh, 20, 25 minutes for us. So that's not bad. No, but, I mean, you're not... Again, we take a lot of beers to go from that place. We don't sit there and drink, you know, four or five <laughs> because it's too dangerous to drink and drive. Yes. Arrive alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ticket or ticket. The You guys know the rules. <laughs> we it's did. the law. Um, but yeah, Steve is super cool. He is one of those guys that, like, I, I hate to say this out loud because I don't want to jinx myself, but we go to these places and we're there enough to be familiar to people and... When it's cool, or what I what I think is one of the coolest things about the local community is they recognize that, and so Steve will come up to us at the bar and go, "Hey, what are you guys drinking? Did you try the new whatever's on tap?" And it makes it like this is his personal. I mean, it's his baby, right? He's the one that brews all this stuff, and he goes, yeah. "Man, we did this differently this time." And he tells us a little bit about like what's going on with the brewery, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, man, I changed up the hop build or the malt build, and and really, I think it just kills it now." Like, yeah, that stuff is awesome to me because I'm a freaking beer nerd when it yeah. comes to like how it's made or the people just like devoting their lives to it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really cool to me to see and that he takes the time and sits down and, you know, has a swig or whatever. And, yeah, for hey, sure. you know, that's let me get really you a cool. taster of this, like try it out, that kind of thing. So, yeah, because I mean, the bartenders are helpful, but I mean, they don't necessarily know all of the ins and outs. Right. So it's nice when you see someone that's actually has like, their hands in it like every single day and i think that's um i mean we're probably at dancing them a lot more than spoonwood now just because they're closer Mm -hmm. but mike will make a position make it a point to come over and say hey and ian will walk up to us as soon as we walk in the door hey what's up you know that kind of thing so those guys are really cool to us um super cool that that's Again, it's a community thing. That's how you get people to come back. Like, that's why we keep going back. Because these people are just cool. Like, and, you know, I mean, that's what I love about it. Yeah. That's why I keep going back to these places. Because they have good beer. And I like to be in an environment where I feel like I'm, like, they want me to be there. I think, so this this might be way off topic for beer. But I think that there's there's a lot to be said for community in the time where we don't really have a lot of FaceTime with people, right? Because most of the time we're sitting there staring at our four by six inch phone, you know, scrolling Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all the the stupid stuff that we do. And and, I mean, really, these guys are bringing together people that weren't necessarily meant to be together, right? Because you have the, you have the locals that roll up to grist house that are living in Millville, which is not necessarily like a, a very affluent area or a very like high end area. I mean, you, most of Millville is still pretty shitty, <laughs> not to say anything bad about the people that live there or anything like that, but there's not a lot of like 
up and coming places in these places that these breweries exist, right? Yeah. Sharpsburg, right? You yeah. Those, those are like the only two, yeah, that's like the only two things that are going on right now. But right. I did, I do want to say I was, um, when I parked, when we were dancing on the other day, I saw that this ice cream place is opening up right where it peels off. Oh, like, okay. You know, like, you know, like side street. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's like a big deal. Like I followed them on Instagram. Oh, in Millville. No, in Sharpsburg. Oh. Um, I forget what it's called. Not but... uh, Sugar and Spice. No, no, no. Because um, Sugar and Spice know. is awesome, by the way. I will plug those guys all day. They have the, the Sugar and Spice truck. Am I saying that right? It is Sugar and Spice. Yeah. I am, I'm not really familiar with them. They're, um, um, they're the ones that had the boat that got destroyed in the floods last year. Oh. Yeah. Um, super cool people. Uh, they, they have an awesome, awesome food truck and it's, they like handmade ice cream and all that kind of stuff. It's super good. Um, uh, what is, uh, this is going to kill is me. Is it, uh, that's not the, shoot, I can't remember. Splendid, Splendid, is that what it is? I, that sounds familiar. Yeah, because I think Sugar and Spice is as... in, yeah, Sugar and Spice is in with those guys, I'm pretty sure. But... <sighs> It's uh, uh, sugar spell. Sugar spell. Oh, never mind. It's okay. a different one. Sugar spell. Okay. Um. So it says they're PA's first all vegan ice cream company. Wow. Small batch, cashew based, and they're opening up a store right next to that like random like dive bar. Oh, Crazy Kathy's or whatever it's called. No, it's not Crazy Kathy's. Crazy Kathy's is a different place now, but it's the one Guy Suda. Guy Suda. Yeah. Guy Suda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like right next to that, and that's cool because like I mean I. Would totally stop at an ice cream shop after I'm done at dancing. No, like yes, all or day, before, or all day, or out. during. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like hold my beer. Let me go get some ice cream because yeah. they let you bring food in, so you can yeah. just be eating an ice cream cone at the bar. <laughs> so um, that was really cool. No, and I like that. Like I think these things are like they they lead these areas to become more developed. These people see right. how successful they can be. Well, and that's... Uh, and they want to get into it, you know? That's that's what Brew Gentleman is all about, right? Yeah. In Braddock. Mm-hmm. Like, Braddock is... Let's call it what it is, a shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, now they're they're building up. They're they're getting these places in there. They're, they're redoing housing, and they have uh, apartment complexes going in and all this stuff, and it's cool to see because you need that sense of community. And if these businesses that are going in there that are small, privately owned, not, you know, not the fricking, um, uh, I'm trying to think of like, not the Googles and the Amazons of the world that are just coming in to suck dry all the resources and move out. Um, and that's a whole other thing. If you want to get into that, my personal Twitter is where you want to go for that. The infamous NCK. That's our our Uh, other podcast. (laughs) Right. Where we talk about capitalism. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I definitely I'm just, don't have another podcast. I just feel this like this is there's... enough. Yeah, exactly. This we one's far too much. much. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, uh, but okay. no, it's it's really come down to the fact that these guys are really building a community for themselves. Yeah. And you get that with the Pittsburgh Craft Beer Weeks and the um, the food truck events. And these events, like the one, that event, so we're going to the, the Philly one where they're yeah. bringing in a bunch of brews. That's cool. Yeah. And then they have that one, um, I don't even know what it's called, but there's like 50 breweries from the area, which I didn't even realize there were that many. Brew, uh, brews of the Burger, or... Some, yeah, some, something, yeah. something like that. Beers but, of the Burger or something, I forget what it's called. But yeah, that one was, uh, yeah, that's that gonna one's be coming up in June, actually. Lit. Next weekend, be lit. right? Um, it's going to be so cool, I'm sure. 
Yeah, they're they're always packed. And then yeah, and then they had and then Hot Culture had a, had Juicy Brews here, yeah. which is insane. Well, like of all, I mean, what is someone from Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah. Kenny's from Pittsburgh. Okay, well, so that's fine. That one makes a little bit more sense, but they've done it twice now. It's not to say that there's not a culture here because people love to go to those events. Yeah, uh, and they sell out really quickly. Did you do. say it was like really fast? They yeah. sold these. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't even know that these things are happening in the city. Like. It's crazy. And I mean, that's what we're here for, right? I mean, that's why I like to come in and talk about this stuff because, mm-hmm. um, like, this past week was American Craft Beer Week, right? I you have got, did no you, idea. Did you get the badge on Untapped? I, you know how horrible I am at Untapped. <laughs> everyone everyone um, knows how bad I am. It's true, it's true. I try. Also, I'm going to say, <laughs> at the same time, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm partially intentionally bad at Untapped because I don't want mom and dad to know how much I'm drinking. Sure, sure. Which, again, don't drink a drive, kids. Like, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. But, you know, just like sometimes they, they get a little, they get a little worried. Sure. So I don't want them to be looking at all my shit. You know, so, but yeah, no, I, uh, I just think beer culture is super cool. Like Jake just said, there's a new place. Um, oh, I can't even remember. Was it the one in Mars? Yeah. Mars. Yeah. yeah uh, Mars. Stick man or stick. Yeah. Stick city. Like, stick city brewing. Definitely yeah. going to have to get up there yeah. and then and maybe just go to Butler while we're at it. Since we're our, to our be honest, I want to check out, um, Cellarworks is out in Sarver. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, just, we're gonna we're gonna go see Uncle Buzzy, right? <laughs> so we could just we could just go there and then just walk to his farm and mm-hmm. sleep on the sleep with the horses. Why not? Hay is comfortable. Yeah. And that's what we used to sleep on, right? Exactly. <laughs> just get all um, bit up and shit. That's fine. Right. No. The um. But the other thing is, like, I, I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Um. And that really, to me, makes it like that much cooler when people are like, oh, like, we had, uh, we had a growler with us uh, when we were going to Dancing Numb last night. And it's a half-acre growler from Chicago. And we're sitting there at the bar waiting waiting our turn, and girl comes up and taps me on the shoulder. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, like, stand in your way. And she's like, no, I just saw the half-acre thing, and I was like, I'm from Chicago. And so we got to talking about Chicago beers and how we were out there for our honeymoon and checking out all this stuff, and it was just friendly conversation. You know, we're not staring at our phones or buried in a book like Sarah is at most at of these places. <laughs> I can't. We literally, so I watched Dancing Gnome and she's sitting there with a book and like, it's not really out of character, but I just like, wasn't really expecting that to be because she was only there like five minutes before me. And I'm like, how can you, how much can you possibly read in, in the five minutes it takes me to get there? You'd be impressed though. Cause she's, she's filled up my Amazon wish list with books oh and like, God. I think she's bought probably like 10 or 12 in the past month Jesus and they're all read like already. Oh but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love the community of the beer uh, culture. Like, yeah. it, it's just so much fun. Right. And I mean, I like to, you know, wear shirts from breweries that I've been to and, you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah. It's, it's definitely a conversation. And Jake said that last week because he has that Pliny shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's and excited about that. Yeah. Though. He's like, like I want, I want people totally, to talk to me. Totally. Like, yeah. It's totally going to be a conversation. Oh, for sure. Everyone, like, I, I talked to my supervisor who, like, he, he doesn't go to these breweries, but he goes to, like, House of a Thousand Beers, and he's, like, always at these places that have, like, a bunch of craft beer. Oh, yeah. And I was like, have you heard of Russian River? And he was like, no. And I was like, have you heard of Pliny the Elder? 
And he was like, yeah, but I heard Pliny the Younger is even better. And I was yeah. like, well, yeah, but, like, they only have it for, like, a week during February. And that's, like, like who the hell's going out to California in the middle of nowhere California in <laughs> yeah. February, other than the people that, like, live there. So, so well, and yeah, that, that kind of can tra- transition into the next topic here, because I do want to talk about these festivals. Okay. Um, I know we kind of touched on the fact that we're going to Philly invades Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm really excited um, about that. So I went to Juicy Brews at the Ace Hotel. Mm-hmm. I was a sloppy mess. Hey. But Sarah picked me up. She was not drinking. Mm-hmm. She was driving me. Yes. And we had a super fun time with Sean P. and his crew. Um, Sean P. and the crew. They were a blast, though. Like, they're just some of the craziest people. Um, I just, I really, I, I, I think I'm going to say this every single time, but, like, I just, like, want to be his best friend. Right. Like, he... Just seems so down to earth for like being a father. <laughs> it's like the mo- like modern people are like like blow my fucking mind because it's like I just looked at an Untapped post and he was at like the Pirate game today. Yeah, I'm like how how do you have time to do all of this? You have children, you have a wife, so you have friends. How, his do you, boys, how he took his boys to the game today? Okay, actually. well, and they got to run the bases afterwards. Okay, that's how cool. cool is that? That's cool. Um, so that was a that was a big thing. He was we were talking earlier when I met up with him, and uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, I paid ten fucking dollars for uh, two hearted at the game, and I'm like, I mean, dude, and like he's he's like go, cool. Like, he's not like lame. Like he's cool. I can't like <laughs> I literally need to like ugh, we need to like go out with him. I want to go out with him. Yeah. Like we need ugh. to we need to take a Saturday off coming up here and and go to a can release and party all day with Sean P. I would ugh, um, I would love that more than like. <laughs> Anything in the entire world for real. He's he's a good time, man. And even when I was working with him, like back when we were together at the like, or when he was working out of the same location I was, mm-hmm. um, he was always there with a joke, whatever. Like we weren't friends outside of work at that point, but I come in, I see him, you know, Sean, what's going on today? You f- step up for us because like, <laughs> he's he's the he's a programmer, right? Or basically, I mean, I don't know exactly what yeah. he does, but he he does all the um, rollouts for the company and. So they moved over to Gmail recently, and that was his big thing. Mm. That was why he was stuck in the office for 12 hours a day, yeah. you know, trying to get everybody switched over to Gmail instead of Outlook, you know? And that's what he does. He just sits there and he does his business. And But, I mean, he was still a cool guy to talk to and, you know, BS with and, you know, whatever. God, I wish I was, like, half that cool. And like, I'm, like, a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, people are out here, like, living their damn lives and being just cool and relaxed, and I'm out here, like being high strung and annoying on this podcast <laughs> i knew we we told ourselves we were gonna say podcast too much okay we'll get back to the festivals but um let me just we're oh, yeah. we we're are cracking into, into another glass. beer stained glass ceiling <laughs> from dancing gnome what else just keep it the theme i had two dancing gnome beers today a little bit earlier and then i had to sober up so i could drive over here <laughs> So, um, this was really... This is Sarah's favorite beer from Dancing Gnome of all time. Yep. And... We get it every time it's out, and we're always super excited about it. We have a... So, it's called Stained Glass Ceilings. It is a double IPA. I don't have a description. I liked... I, so, I had um, Infinite Highway today, and they have, like, a little blurb about the beer on the can. And I wish more people would do that. I don't know if it's... I can't imagine it's that much more expensive to get a little bit more text on your label. And I just think it's, like, very helpful. This one is, like, a very minimal 
label though i think they could do a lot more like i wish that they had the the triangles like all over see i think that would be really cool this went this is the first time they went back to the stickers Mm. um so oh, was that was that, that the was label part of issue? the label issue yeah, yeah. Okay. so they're going back to the stickers for the cans instead of dealing with the shrink wrap ones because apparently the shrink wrap ones don't know how to fucking deliver something to the right place this is the problem that they ran into last week they apparently delivered them to um freaking cincinnati instead of pittsburgh i don't know how you make that distinction such they a big they totally they abandoned these guys completely. They're like, no, we're going back to the way that we were doing things because it worked because we got them on time every time. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. I love the stained glass um, can because it's so simple and it's so small. It's not. It doesn't need to draw your eye because it's a good damn beer. Yeah. And I think that's really what I like about it. Um, yeah, I like this. I don't know. I, I feel like I have to try Lucid Banshee when it's colder because this is very cold. Because it's been in your kegerator. Yeah. Um, but this is really good. Yeah, I like it a lot. This, this one's a little bit more um, crisp mm-hmm. yeah. than Manatee was, but I also think it could be, if it was a little bit colder, it would be better. Um, yeah. So what what specifically do you want to talk about with these beer festivals? So uh, last uh, this All past it, weekend everything? Um, was Dark Lord Day. And... I had never been to a large-scale beer festival mm-hmm. before going there yeah. two years ago. How many right. people go to this? 5,000. Okay. Uh, roughly. I mean, they have... Are, are 5,000 people there at once? So... I'm sure it's a couple thousand at least. But yeah. Like... But it's also... the They take over this industry industrial park. Industrial. 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 Yeah. Industrial. Uh, Indestructible. Whatever. whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't with you. Stop. Okay, go. It's it's indestructible how industrial Mm, this park is. This this park is indestructible. (laughs) So this industrial park, which we we touched on this last week. Yeah, so Three Floyds is a complex, right? At this point, they are expanding rapidly. They have a distillery on site now. Um... But they take over basically this field and a couple of parking lots and they set up this giant stage in the back. And you walk in and I mean, you stand in line like the Dark Lord Day line is probably as much fun as the festival. So like you get in line at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whenever you want to be there. Right now, there are five. um sections throughout the day right so everybody gets their beer in their time slot right so you get in line so like we were both um sarah and i were both group d both years and group d is like three to five p.m right so we showed up the first year um we went out with my buddy drew and nate and it was a blast we had so much fun the first like the the weekend because we showed up at thursday right and we went to chicago and we got to go and hang out at half acre and all the cool places there and then we went back and we hung out on friday in the hotel because they do this bottle share that is epic apparently like that's the whole reason that people show up to the festival is to go to this bottle share because people bring home brews they bring stuff from all over the country i mean we had cigar city we had um the uh 
there's a couple from Oregon that we had, Washington State, like yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And this hotel just gets to be overrun with people, and they're prepared for it. Is it have, so? Is is it like this is something they set up, or mm-hmm. this is like completely separate? People just know to go to this hotel exactly. to share. That's really yeah. I like that a lot. That That's was, really what's cool. cool about that is I guess it started because Dark Lord Day's been going on for ten plus years. And so it started as a couple of people get together the night before to hang out and share the beers that they have and blah, blah, blah. But whenever we were there, it was like the the hotel was prepared. They had trash cans everywhere. They had uh, like tasting cups and all this other stuff ready to go for everybody. No charge for anything, right? Water. They had giant water jugs in the conference rooms all filled. Everything was ready to go. Like they knew what was going on. And you sit down, at, you find a table and you post up and you come down with your cooler or your backpack full of beer or whatever. And it is insane. <laughs> that, just, that just reminds me, every single time I see someone walking on a college campus with a backpack, if it's after the hour of like 7 p.m., I'm like, do you think there's alcohol in that backpack? Because people just <laughs> like 19 year olds just walk around with like beer in their backpack and they think that no one knows. But like... You're not carrying a backpack around after five for, yeah, with yeah, books. Like, like literally everyone knows. Like we all know. Okay, yeah. sorry, I just had to interrupt. No, no, no. That's, literally that's every fine. single time I see someone, but, like, there's alcohol in that backpack. But Go yeah, ahead. so we showed up and like Drew had a bunch of stuff from um, Brew Gentlemen and like Voodoo and like the local guys, right? And he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go down. We're gonna share with everybody." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I brought a couple of things from. Oh, shoot. What was it back then? Maybe Grist House. I think we had Fire on the Hill. We right? both have horrible memories. Oh, yeah, too. If, this entire it, this honestly. entire thing is just going to be us being like, I don't know. Uh, uh. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so we're sitting at this table, and like the people across from us had like, Jackie O's from uh, Athens, and um, they had a couple of their stouts, and I was like, oh, my God, Jackie O's. Like, I've heard of this. I've never had it. Like, please, like, let me... You know, do you mind if I bust this open or whatever? They're like, dude, don't even ask. Just open shit. Dump it everywhere. Who cares? Like, everybody's just having the time of their lives. And then you get in line for the festival at 6 a.m. or whatever it is with your backpack full of beer because there is no rule at this point. Like, because once you get to the dance or once you get to the Dark Lord Festival, all rules are gone. Like, open containers don't matter. It's Everybody just walks around drinking, you know, whatever. But the line, the way it works is, like, people get in line at, like, 4 a.m. And I'm not one of those people, right? <laughs> like, Oh, my God. But they're God. all drinking already. They're all drinking already. That's the best part. Because, oh, my God. How like, are you even? Oh, just but the, people bring, the thought like, of drink. Because, like, you know they're drinking all day. Right. Like, but people bring their crew. Too. Like everybody's got like six or eight people in their group. Yeah. And so what happens is like the front of the line will start drinking something and they'll go, you ever had this before to the guy behind him? And the guy goes, nah, let me try some. So they pour a little bit and they pass it back. So the whole line is just passing stuff back. And there's a unwritten rule about the festival that you're not supposed to litter. But in the line, everybody like lines up their beers, right? So like what, what the people in front of you have had. Mm-hmm. And so like, we're walking up and there's KBS bottles, <laughs> there's dark Lord from like 2012 bottles, like that kind of stuff. And it's all, there was a Hunapu bottle, like all kinds of like crazy stuff that you can only get like once a year from these places. There was Pliny the elder and, and uh, Prairie and the brewery and all these like top end 
places like Ninkazi and all this stuff. And I mean, I'm you're, not going to sit here and list. Yeah, you're the, just you're just rattling off so right. many places I've never heard of before. Right. But like, that's the cool part about it is you get to try this stuff. And so people yeah. are sitting there like writing notes about the beer and mm-hmm. stuff like. And I mean, yeah. it's it's a little overkill. Right. Now with Untapped though. Bing bang boom! You check in all your beers throughout yeah, the day, right. or you you know put it in your notepad and you go yeah, back yeah, through yeah. and check them all in later. Right. And honestly, that's one of the, the the most fun times that I had was drinking in line before the damn festival. <laughs> like we didn't even get in yet. We didn't even try Dark Lord yet, mm-hmm. and we're already sitting there three beers deep or four beers deep, and we're walking up to the place and they scan your ID, they badge you in, and you walk into this giant festival, and everybody there is, you know. Big grizzly beards, you know, spikes on their collar, like crazy stuff because it's a metal show too. Like there's metal bands that play throughout the day and they have food trucks and they have uh, local artists. And uh, like this year they were doing um, one of the bands or not one of the bands. One of the beers that Three Floyds makes is Alpha King and they did a comic book about it. And so uh, the head brewer and the guy that created the comic are there signing these comic books and stuff like that. So it's super cool. Um, they have a whole tent that is devoted to sharing beers, right? So anything that you brought into the festival that you want to give to other people, you go to this tent, you share them around. It's the same idea as the hotel the night before, right? And everybody's got tasting glasses and waters and they're all passing stuff back and forth. It's super awesome. Um, really disappointed I didn't make it this year. But yeah. it's one of those things, like, you don't need to go every year, but I, I would say you definitely need to try the beer. You definitely need to be there once because it's one of those, like, once-in-a-lifetime things. Yeah. Um, no, I would love... I feel like if me, you, Jake, and Sarah went, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I would definitely say that we could probably get that together next year. Um, that's one of those trips that Sarah probably won't want to do every year every year yeah that's yeah i mean that's a that's a drive for sure it is it's a, it's about six hours well um, yeah i guess it's not the worst drive but no but it's, it's all still, it's fucking ohio and then yeah it's like the middle of fucking nowhere right yeah it's it's really boring it's flat it's straight it's yeah annoying. but i feel like you said it's in indiana right yeah i mean it's it's pretty central so i mean it doesn't surprise me that you get a bunch of beers from like all over the country because right. i'm sure if it's like that big of a deal but the one thing i wanted to mention which i didn't mention last week was it is a metal festival or they have metal bands so like this brewery is very into like that heavy culture. metal yeah so like that it's not for everyone. Right. Like, you walk into the place, like, the, the brew pub, they're blasting metal. Now, it might be Aussie, it might be Dio, like, old school stuff, but it also might be um, cattle decapitation, or... I'm not even kidding you, that's one of you the just, bands. Like, like, just... Yeah. Two words that you should just... <laughs> this is what, like, like this, uh, this is so funny, because... I don't know. We're like me and you are just so different. Right. Like, it's just so crazy that like you just we're, we're, all the, all these we're the devil like, in the. This the, is why. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. I, I think it's funny that it's just me and you doing this right now because <laughs> but, we're like the two like we're like very different opposites. in terms. Yeah. yeah. It's but it's it's funny. This is <laughs> this is fun. Well, we have we have fun doing it. Right. So. so I hope I hope at least like two or three people out here actually enjoy listening to us bullshit every week. It's funny. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there's there's so many experiences. No, I mean, I'm excited have. to go to, um, I'm excited to go to this other one. I've never been to a beer festival. Before. Oh, see. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like. 
And I mean, we're we won't be driving. I'm sure we're definitely Ubering. Yeah. Or you know whatever. Or we'll someone's gonna yeah. someone's gonna drive us so yeah. we can get. But it's only three hours. Stupid drunk. Right. Like Dark Lord Day is a totally different animal because it's all day. Yeah. Right? It, it's so, just one day or is it, it is. the it's, weekend? It's, it's just, just one, one day. Just like Saturday or something yeah. like that. Okay. So Saturday the doors open at eight a.m. and they close up at about ten. So it's not like you're there till two a.m. or anything, but. The cool thing is you can leave and come back. So, like, Sarah, the first year, Sarah and I were, like, three sheets by 1 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, well, we have to be back for the beer at 3 o'clock, right? So we dipped to the hotel, we jumped in an Uber, and took a nap, <laughs> and then came back ready to party because Skeleton Witch was playing. Um, they're uh, guys from Athens, Ohio, actually. But they're, uh, they're a metal band that I really wanted to see play, and they were... Um, last on at like nine o'clock. So I was like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to sober up a little bit. And then she's, she's really good about keeping me honest as far as like drinking water and staying on point as far as like being upright for most of the day. And, (laughs) um, Drew is not that way. Drew is a person who will drink himself into oblivion and fall down a lot, which he did. Um, which is why his nickname is sneaky trees because he was leaning up against a tree and then all of a sudden the tree wasn't there and he was on the ground. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I've been there, but most of the time it's me and the kitchen cabinets, and then I end up on the kitchen floor. So right, you know, we've all been there. But at the same time, it's a it's a great time. Um, it is not your typical beer fest, though. Most of these beer festivals have like sessions where you're there for a couple hours. You have as many different ones as you can, and. You get some food in you, you hang out, you BS with the locals, you know, whatever else is going on. You talk to the brewers and all that kind of stuff. Are you familiar, are you familiar with the, like, like, locals on Twitter? Like, Mm -hmm. people are saying, like, the locals, like, local Twitter. And I don't really know how to describe it, but it's, like, a new thing to say about people. It's like, um... I know the term homers, which Mm -hmm. is, like, somebody who's defending... Like no, it's like a local it, it's like a it's like a dig at people. It's like oh. I think it it's basically like the the people who use Twitter. Like you've seen those tweets where it's like, um, um, I can't wait uh, for like ten years from now when I'm like with my husband and my kids in the in the living room with the fire on watching like ABC Family like Twenty Five Days of Christmas. Have you ever seen those tweets before? No. Okay. Clearly, we. I'm, do I'm really not glad have the same. that we. We don't have the same. We don't have the same. To be uh, Twitter like, experience. Twitter makes me angry in general. As as a Twitter user. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you you guys follow like a lot more sports than I do, so I True. feel like that's mainly what you guys use Twitter for. Yeah. But I'll, um, I'll send you. I'll send you some stuff. Also, that's congrats fine. to Vegas to making it to the final. Um, just just gonna throw that out there. The what final? The Stanley Cup final. Okay. Um, flurry, right? Sure is their goalie. Um, congrats to them, even though I was rooting for the Jets because I don't want to see an expansion team win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> but, anyway. It's we just, have, we it's have nothing sports. to talk about. Yeah, they all make so much more money than point. us, so <laughs> who gives a shet, you know? True. <laughs> um, I don't know why we invest so much of our time in these people. It's a good know. point. You make a, you make a good point. Um, yeah, that could be a whole podcast by itself. I'm not even going to get into that. How I, many more times can you say podcast? Really Alex? pisses me off. <laughs> I wasn't breaking the fourth wall. Okay. I was just saying another <laughs> podcast. Sorry, another episode. Fair another app. Another app. Maybe when we have other sports fans here. Sure. Because I'm one of those people Anyone else? that I was really excited about the um, 
gambling law that or the gambling ruling mm. in the Supreme Court right. because yeah. That's topical. That's, that's very topical. It is. For, yeah. It is. I'm, I'm kind of a fan of it because, honestly, I'd like to throw down, you know, 20 bucks on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl and maybe win 100 bucks on it yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just so I, I mean, for me, I just think it fuels this culture of, like, putting these people on a pedestal. And, like, because there's betting, like, there's, like... I, I don't know. I just feel like it can get twisted really easily. Sure. But like, there's no there's no reason that it, shouldn't, it be shouldn't be legal. Yeah. But Especially I'm not saying I'm not saying it's protected it, by the Constitution. Sure. But like, I'm not saying <laughs> that's right. Mm-mm. No. Um, and I mean that could we, we could get into. Yeah, that we got we got real off topic there. We're not really. Um, so anyway, Dark Lord Day is a fantastic time. Go to it. Um, the other thing though, like Juicy Brews. I had no idea what to expect because that was the first time I'd ever done something like that. Like I know Jake and um, Jake had served at uh, the Brews of the Berg or whatever it was, and he said it was a good time. I know that um, a couple of my friends actually went to. There was a kind of a, I guess, beer festival at uh, Double Wide in Cranberry. Oh, that's cool. And have, I mean, I mean that has a big area that yeah. you could have. That parking lot's massive. Exactly. So. so what they did was they like opened up the parking lot, and you had like stations that you could go to. Mm-hmm. And so my buddies were running um, Dogfish Head Station, mm. and they had one twenty minute on tap. <laughs> like you want to talk about a wrecked fucking day? Oh my god! Let's drink one twenty more you than imagine. Like, like I like I, even I'm telling like you, they were sitting like there pouring ounces. Like, right, but like that. one for one for the people at the at there, like the one for the people that showed up to get some, one for themselves. Like oh. that's what they were doing all day. I'm like, guys, oh God, I would be totally I sideways? I would be drunk I would be drunk after like twenty five minutes. Right, like and that's, and that's what they were. They were like, dude, we were shit faced all day, but that's a cool thing, right? Because it was yeah. only a couple hours. So that's the benefit of these like smaller beer fests is you have a bunch of people coming together right from all over the place. Uh, Juicy Brews is one that really blew my mind because you had Equilibrium right next to Dancing Gnome and Equilibrium is New York. Um, Dancing Gnome obviously is Pittsburgh. You have uh, like Magnify from New York. You had a bunch of people from like West Coast that flew in to hang out for a couple hours in fucking Pittsburgh for no damn reason yeah. to pour their own beer. I know. Like, I mean, that's I honestly like that. Just goes that just speaks to the influence of pop culture <laughs> that they can right. that they know all these people and that these people want to fly cross country yeah. to do this in like a small city because Pittsburgh is. I mean, it's you know it's developing, but like it's still tiny. Yeah, compared to these larger cities. I'm really excited for the the Philly and Bates Pittsburgh one though because mm. there are a couple of breweries that are on the list that breweries in PA they're based out of Philly, even though they are statewide. Um, is that just like another like blog type? Yeah, thing, they're or? they're basically like uh, they're all Instagram and all that stuff, you know. And um, they're probably one of my favorite follows on Twitter and Instagram because they're constantly getting feedback from everywhere in PA. So you hear about the Erie breweries, you hear about the Pittsburgh breweries, and they're they're really good at balancing it. Except for like when it comes to their Instagram story. Which is basically, like, where they go. Yeah. And so it's cool to see, but they're always posting, like, Levante and La Cabra. And I'm like, I need to go to these places, or I want to drink their beer, but you can't get it in Pittsburgh. Because it's all local, just like, you know, Grist House and Dancing Gnome. And they're not shipping everywhere and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
it's really cool that they're bringing this here because they did a Pittsburgh invades Philly back um, January, February time frame. Yeah, it was no, right around the Super Bowl because they were all that. you know up in arms about the Eagles winning and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, it's cool that they're expanding out and they're really making a run at it. Mm-hmm. Um, at, yeah, that should be cool. But yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited. But yeah, for three it. hours on a Saturday, we can go home and take a nap and go out and you know booze oh, yeah, afterwards, just, like exactly. that kind of thing. Oh you know? my god, so, it's gonna be like the perfect day. And I mean, I don't know. I just I really love Spoonwood, and I'm really excited about this festival. Um, one other thing I do want to get into uh, is food trucks in the city. Yeah, they're insane. I know. I love food trucks. Yeah, and so I. <laughs> I, to start this off, I would say, so I um, I was at work at my part-time job. Um, one of the women that I um, I just did an event with yesterday, we were talking about food trucks, and I think that a lot of people who were, like, older have this idea that food trucks are very, um, like, scummy and, like, gross, and, like, it's kind of, like, it, like it's, like, this gross street food and stuff like that. But I think recently, like, every single experience I've had at a food truck in Pittsburgh at all these breweries has been good. And, I mean, the food isn't, I mean, the food is, you know, it's kind of hit or miss sometimes, but, like, that's every restaurant you go to ever. But there are some that I follow on Instagram that I will go to time and time again, like, even if I'm not, like, we've been to places, like, you're, we're not planning to go to Grist House, but we know that Pittsburgh Sandwich Society, which is one of our favorites, yep. all of us, Oh yeah. Um, will go there just because they're there. Mm-hmm. And they just make really good food. And I think it's a, it's a really interesting concept because it's, it, it, like, the startup costs aren't as much as a restaurant, but they have, like, this demand. Like, there is this demand now. Like, now that Millville opened up that food truck park, which is going to be be amazing for everyone, I'm sure. Yeah. And just all of these breweries popping up. Like, people... And, and all of these breweries don't want to deal with the, the restaurant industry because that's... I mean, that's just an added layer to starting, like, a, a craft brewery that's, like, from scratch you know yeah so i i i love it too (laughs) and like every time i go to one of these places it's it's really cool and i mean there's some that's like like there's pizza and i'm like eh, you know like do i really want pizza right now and like i won't necessarily order from that at like at a specific place i I don't know what's your thought on that so pizza is the one that really kind of got me into food trucks to be completely honest i will say driftwood is probably like the epitome of food truck to me but now they don't do the food truck anymore because they have a restaurant yeah and pittsburgh sandwich society is going that way Mm -hmm. did you see they just opened up their place um i saw i i don't know i feel like they've been like really vague on social media like they're, they're like, oh, like, stop by for, like, takeout or something like that. Um, but I didn't really understand what that meant. So, so that's, I mean, I don't, I don't know why they're like that, because I feel like they're, I feel like they're pretty good at, like, Instagram. 
Yeah, but like they're that, um, but... so their reasoning behind that was because they're only doing takeout right now, where they're developing it into a sit-down restaurant. So they want people to understand that it's just pick it up and go. I think more than just oh, we're going to go to a restaurant and have some beers and sit and you know have dinner and whatnot because yeah. I don't think they want to put out the wrong idea, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a weird transition to being, like, all food truck and then, like, opening a location. Yeah. Like, an actual, like, physical restaurant and then... Yeah, like, so, like, I mean, Driftwood did it yeah. because they they take off the winter, right, because they can't run the oven outside when it's, you know, zero. <laughs> so, they were like, yeah, we're just going to not have any food truck events during the winter. And so, what they did was they got a place and they opened it up in Lawrenceville and it's fantastic. Oh my God, please go there. Um, I have, I walk by it all the time when yeah, I'm going Yeah, because you go to Cinderland's yes. uh, twice a week at least. <laughs> I'm there um, all the time. Cinderland's is amazing. Love Cinderland's. I love um, Cinderland's. Their food is incredible. I will say that. I, but... I, I, we've only really tried like their afters. I haven't gone there for dinner yet, but mm-hmm. everything, like they're, they have that whole like open kitchen and it always smells so amazing in there. Yeah. But no, their I, beer, I, I, their beer, I think they're still getting the hang of it. Um, really, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I would, I, I, I would, dis- I mean, I would disagree. I think Jake and I, every single, every single time I go there, I find at least like two or three that I like. Like we always try like at least like three or four beers. Yeah. And the last time, I think the last time I went, which was on t- like Tuesday or Wednesday this year. Um, I, um, that was the only time I really had something that I was like, eh. And they do, so what I really like about them is they do so many different styles. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah, that's um, something that, that that I think a lot of people lack in mm-hmm. this city. Because, like, you find something that you're good at um, and you stick with it. I understand that. But, mm-hmm. like, there are a couple of places around that just do. Yeah their own thing like um leaning cask is one that does english style ales and that's great and i understand it Mm -hmm. i actually read a little bit about them this week yeah and it's a really cool idea because they were in england and they were like yeah we should you know we love this style the pub feel the community like that again back to the community thing right but i think that if you can do a wide variety of styles very well then you have no issue with branching out into something new or something different or something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, like, like without like, worry that people aren't going to like, like it or right. something like that. And I, I think the other issue with leaning cask is they, um, they're in such a weird spot. Like it's not, it's, it's not super far from everything else, but it's far enough that yeah. it's, it's kind of like if they had that, in like closer to the city, I think it would do so much better. But the fact that they have like that same, like only one style of beer in well, an odd location, like that probably, yeah. like they probably it compounds. And yeah. I mean, they have their they have their steadies, like locals that come in there and that kind of thing. And I mean, it, they're dog friendly, which is super I, cool. I love it. I love that place. Oh, yeah. it, it's such it's, it's such a, a shame that it's so awesome. far from where we are. And it's not far. But it's just not somewhere that like has these great beers that I'm willing to 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 drive more than I would to get to like dancing them. You know, it's out of the way. Yeah, yeah, is what it comes down to. And they're not 
bad beers because they do make really good beers. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things, like, if we could get there regularly, I'd probably like them a lot more. Yeah. Because they have so many different styles and right. they do different things with the beers. Mm-hmm. Like, because one next to the other, you know you know that you're drinking something different. Right. Um, but as far as the um, food trucks and stuff like that, we went to the Heinz Lofts with, uh, I'm going to plug Winslow 6 here. Those that? guys, they, they put on events, like food truck events, okay. and they are really good at social media. Um, I don't know that I've ever met the people that run it, but we saw them there, and they're walking around, you know, filming and taking pictures, and um, I mean, we love Pittsburgh Sandwich Society. We will follow them to the grave, <laughs> but <laughs> they are... Um, really good at getting like a core group together and going out to these places. Like we went and it was, uh, 11th hour had the beer mm-hmm. and there was, um, pierogi truck, uh, Pittsburgh sandwich society. Um, one of the other coffee trucks and I can't remember the name of it right now. It's not Java Jeffrey. It's the other one. Um, and then there was, uh, is it the coffee and donut one? Yeah. The sinkers and suds. Sinkers and suds. I have not tried them yet. And I saw it. I I really want to try them. I, we were there and we're looking at it and I'm like, man, I have a beer in my hand that I'm just going to keep with beer, you know? know, And, uh, they, there was uh, Hoshi, which is the new one, I guess. They are, uh, Japanese hibachi Mm. food truck. Like, how crazy is that? That is really cool. Um, so, it, yeah, there was yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so many different types of food. And I think, I think it's better when they have a bunch of different ones rather than, like, just having one at a, a, a brewery. Like, it's nice. I mean, I don't think we ever really go to Dancing Gnome for food. Like, no. we're only going for the beer. Yeah. And if it's, like, a place we like or if, like, we're hungry, we'll go... Like, uh, we'll, like, get something, or, like, I'll I'll grab, like, I don't know. Like, we were there, and, like, Blue Sparrow was there, and I wasn't really, like, super hungry, but I, like, just got, like, a side or something like that. Yeah. But the fact that they're, like, getting all of them together, like, that, I, like, that's such a big pull. Yeah. Yeah, and the cool thing is, like, you have the option of getting a beer, and it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Like, Sarah and I walked up, and, um, they have... Three beers on tap. Like, nothing crazy. I mean, they don't have a full setup or anything. They had a cooler with kegs sitting in it. Like, that was it. <laughs> like, you walk into, like, your, you know, family reunion, right? Yeah. And so I walked up, and I was like, guys, I need a beer. After the day I had, I need a damn beer. <laughs> I feel like you are constantly having days. Well, no. So I <laughs> so that day was actually... Um, I cut like, I walked in today, and you were like, oh, it's been a day. And I'm like... That's because my. Know. That's because I hate my job. No, <laughs> just, no. everyone hates their job. We all hate our jobs, but we. This is why. This is why we do this because it's we have true. fun doing it. It's true. It's true. This is how we blow off steam. Um, and that's uh-huh. why. That's why I really wanted to get into this next beer that we're drinking because okay. I, I do appreciate this one, but I also yeah, want a heavy hitter to end the. Do night. you want to stop? Do you want to? Like, yeah, we can. We're we can gonna cut and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this beer. So, this, this one is uh, so it's called Key Bump. From Hoof Hearted, which I just, I, I don't like the name. I don't oh, like the name. See, of the, I, I don't like the name. The name. I think it's so funny. I, it's just, it, um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm into like very, I can, I can be into very childish things. 
Like, I love a good 69 joke, you know? Like, <laughs> nice. I love that. 69, nice. But, like, I don't know. I'm like, it, like, to name an entire brewery after it, I don't, I, that's, I feel like that's something we disagree on. But, um, like, I, I don't know, whatever. So, this is called Key Bump. I actually really like the can. And I'm such a sucker for a great can. Um, I think we all are. I don't know. Like, that's, that's what draws you in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate you so much. You're the fucking worst. I'm a sucker for a good can. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, well, okay. This is no, a nice caboose. Okay. Like, yeah. All right, I'm done. Oh, I'm done. I'm sorry. This is, this is I know. Well, no, that, no, that actually. No, that, no. I mean, that kind of. That was kind really of funny. Like... That was amazing. The, after oh, the '69 fine. comment, Stop. nice. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I don't even fucking know where to go after that. We're because falling you apart. We're spent falling like apart. <laughs> oh, we tried. We did. Uh, we tried to do oh this boy. with just the two of us. I think we did. I think just, we're doing okay. Just read the damn description. <laughs> okay, so there is a description. It's uh, okay. All right. So it says, "Have you I, have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is?" Which I have no idea. That probably means something to someone. I, I don't like I I I don't I have need, a feeling it's a pop I don't culture need reference. Your, uh, it's a, it doesn't even matter like that's I that's not a pop, I'm very into pop culture and I don't understand that and also even if it's not if it's like an inside joke like I don't need your inside jokes on the on the cans you know like if if everyone's not gonna get it like who farted yeah like I can get that like everyone gets that that's funny but you know whatever so it uh. says clean off your mirrored glass table and grab a hundo. Key bump about to pack your nose full of those oh-so-tropical tones. Passion fruit, guava, pineapple, calamansi, which I have no idea what that is. They did not use an Oxford comma, which is unforgivable. <laughs> you, I, I well, you, am, you and Sarah I am can have such a, a big that. proponent of the Oxford comma, <laughs> and if you're not, just stop listening right now. And kumquat barrel down the mountain as quick as Alberto Tomba on an Olympic qualifying run. That's a very topical comment. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, sorry. Hopped with the most dangerous weapon in the game, El Momoko. Do you know what that is? Sorry, what is it? L-E-L-M-O-M-O-C-O-E. It has to be like a hot build or something, right? Yeah, so that's got to be like... El Dorado, um, I don't know what Momo is, but it's got to be Whatever, okay. Simcoe, maybe, and... Yeah. Um, mosaic? Mosaic, double yeah. Mosa like, double dry hops yeah. and mosaic or something like that? Yeah, mosaic and... Fermented with the fruity flyboy, F-L-Y-B-O-I. Oh, God, I can't with this. I'm like, like, the more I read this, I'm like, just stop. Like, this is too much for me. <laughs> this is too much for me. Like, think about that. If it's too much it's for me, that's a point. lot, you know? Uh, key bumps, the pick-me-up you can't put down. To quote the great Clyde Von Damme, what the hell is Dim Mac? I just, the, the whole thing, no, I just, I can't. Like, I, I'm not, I hate, I hated that. I hated that description. So this is a, what is this considered? It's a a triple, tri IPA. triple IPA. About to get super Is rough. that even a thing? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, there are, what is that? Describe so, that to me. So because that IPAs, does not sound real to me. Triple IPAs are um, along the lines of uh, the Imperial, but 
higher alcohol, right? So Imperial doubles, right? They're ranging maybe seven and a half to 10%. The triples are in the range of 10 plus, right? So you have 120 minute is a triple IPA because it's- Is that what they consider it? Yes. It, it, now that Do they one, say that like on the can? I mean, on the bottle I have right here, it is an Imperial IPA. Yeah. So I think Imperial covers the heavier IPAs in general. Yeah. Which we, we've talked about this before. I don't know exactly what describes an Imperial, but so, I do okay. know triple IPAs are heavier. Okay. They are more... Um, I mean, obviously, like that makes sense, easy. but I yeah. like I I don't I don't really get the 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 whole. It's so high. Let's call it something else. Like, is it really that? Like, I I don't know. Is it just is it just the name to like distinguish it? Like, oh, it's a triple IPA. Like, oh, oh, it's a triple IPA. But like, so I I was looking up. I looked up the um. The thing, the acronym that Jake used the other week, again, I, I said the that PCB we were going to... PCBW... I have it. I have it on here, I think. I, I don't know. BJCP, which yes. is, which stands for... Hold on. Let me pull up. Let me just, just hold, hold on. Hold on. BJCP. BJCP. Stands for Beer Judge Certification Program. Okay. Which is probably something along the lines of a Chicarone... Um, scoring list, right? right? Okay, so I I looked this up earlier because I I kind of figured we were gonna get on this because pretty much everything you drank. Well, let's like let's double. drink this beer real quick okay. before we get into that because okay. I do want you to try this because I thought it was ridiculous. So, this to me is what a triple IPA is. It's a lot more. Sweet, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's very yeah. No, it's it's sweet. It's it's more. I don't know if it's just because we've been drinking for the last like hour or so. Yeah. Um, it does not taste like it is ten and a half percent, which no. on the can it says ten point five percent, which is insane. Mm -hmm. Do not tell Dad about this beer because he will never stop drinking it. Right. This is one of those super um, hazy. Number one, but we had it on tap actually at Who Farted when we were out in Columbus. Sarah did not like it, and I can see why. I, however, am a big fan because it to me is what a triple IPA should be, right? A triple IPA should be boozy, it should be like a, a more, I don't know, it's it's. That, see, that's the it, that's the issue that I'm having. Like, you don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. How does anyone else describe it? I've I've never like I've seen like maybe two in my entire life that are called triple IPAs. Like, why don't you just call it like an imperial? Right. Like, what like what like what about it is triple? Like that this tastes like a double to me. See, I don't think it tastes like a double at all. I think that it's way more syrupy. Like, okay. it has that syrup um, <clears throat> kind of finish to it, where it's more like a um, like a strong ale almost, or something like that, where it's a lot more... It's a lot thicker, is yeah. what it comes down to. Than, no, than yeah, a, I mean, I can double. get that. But I, I just... Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> it's like I honestly think that people are just pulling these things out of their asses. I and it's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You're not wrong, I, but yeah, like I, I don't know. I mean, it, like what? Like when? When are people just gonna? When are people gonna start saying, "Oh, this is a quadruple IPA"? Like when is it gonna happen? Because it's gonna happen. No, Someone's gonna actually, do it. you know what? No, I, I don't think it will because at this point they're so ingrained into their culture, right? So. Triple IPAs are the pinnacle of IPA as far as alcohol content. So you can have an Imperial like 120 minute that's anywhere between 12 and 22% any given brew. Mm -hmm. And you can have a triple IPA like Key Bump that's only 10 and a half. And I say only because I'm talking about 120 minute. But they're so drastically different when it comes to drinking it like if you if we popped open a 120 right now you would be disgusted i think because 120 is straight booze it's like drinking a shot <laughs> like it is a rough beer for some people. is it like that when it's fresh yes it's, so it, it doesn't matter if you age it or not it's <laughs> well like so the aging the of it makes it a lot maltier Right, so that's really where you're. What does malt out. give you? Because I feel like we need to we and we haven't covered this. Like I feel like we need to start talking about these kinds of things. Right. Like, so like what like what can, is we malty? can get into we can get into this conversation I think with a bigger group and yeah. I feel like we'll have a better feedback. But malt gives you the the smooth finish, like the the almost like a candy, like a caramel, like that kind of flavor because it's more the way that the beer drinks, right? So it's a little bit more, um, like IPAs in general are very crisp, right? Like if you have a straight IPA, yeah. let's talk Two Hearted, right? Mm -hmm. Two Hearted is your standard, beautiful IPA. Like top to bottom, it's clear when you pour it in the glass, it's a dark amber color. And when you drink it, it's crisp and it has that like bite to it. Yeah. Whereas if you have something that's a lot maltier, like a strong ale or a wee heavy or a like a dirty bastard from Founders, right? Yeah. Dirty bastard is very sweet, caramely, like more um, syrupy. Really, is what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think triple IPAs really get the balance of both because you you have the the hop flavors in there, right? Like you're, when we're drinking this, you feel those hop flavors in your mouth, but you're not overly hopped right like it's the not, hop it's not like there's bitter. not like a you're hop not, finish yeah right you're not okay. getting that yeah, like yeah. oh it's so bitter that i i need more you know like i, I need a, like a water to drown it out or something like that yeah this is a really good balance of both because it's heavier and it has that um like over fermented mm -hmm. kind of feel to it because yeah. it's so high in alcohol that the yeast just did its job and then just kept fucking going <laughs> Honestly, that's that's what it comes down to, right? The the yeast is converting this stuff into more alcohol. And because of such a heavy hop build, it's balancing it out. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that's really where the differentiation comes in. Yeah. So you can have a wee heavy that's 12% mm -hmm. or a barley wine that's 12% that's yeah. going to taste like you're drinking a like molasses or, or yeah, yeah, like a whiskey... Uh, drink yeah and you don't get that with this at all right like this is like spiked orange juice or something right 
Does that make sense? Like, does, yeah, no, I mean, no, no, I, that does. It's just... Uh, it's I, not I, your style, I, I understand yeah, that. I just, I, just I, I, I feel like I need to have more, like, I'm, I, this is the first triple IPA that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, okay. I mean, I can see that. I don't, I don't know what do you else. you know I'm, me? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I know that our father, being who he is, probably has. I mean, yeah, maybe I've like IPAs tried it, but I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I tried. Like, Dad's like, "Oh, try this." I'm like, I don't, I don't know everything, and I'm not. Like, I don't check it in if I have like a sip. Right. No, and I get that, and that's a that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, that is another conversation that we definitely right. should get into because although I, have I do some like very strong opinions about your untapped juice, your and Sarah's untapped juice. So. You can fuck right off. With He's that. flicking me off right now, but that's fine. Like <laughs> um, uh, we can agree to disagree. This is why we do this. We have differing opinions. Um, it's true. Yeah, I no, think this that's is why good. We no, this is actually it. good. Like I'm not saying like I like this. Yeah. Which is like insane. Mm-hmm. It like it's good. Yeah, but and I feel like I feel like your um, your palate is being expanded. Yeah, is what it comes down to. Because this is probably one of my favorite triples that I've ever had. Yeah. No, I, um, I'm probably being, like, very critical just because I haven't had... Very many of them. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm very quick to judgment mm-hmm. on a lot of things. Um, so, you know, maybe... But, like, the more you drink it... I like, would say... Uh, no, I would say, general, like, I... This is this is really good. And it's it just blows my fucking mind that it's 10.5%. Like, right. we're literally drinking a 10.5% beer... And that's, like, the stuff that, like, Dad gets, and I'm like, this is so fucking disgusting, but this is, like, so easy to drink. I don't right. know. That's, good job. Good job. That's good what I like good. about... Like, good, good for you guys. Good, I, I mean, good yeah, guys. obviously, you hate the can because of the description. I hate the description. I like the can. hate the description, because yeah. I don't like things that are going to be... Uh, I don't know. It just seems... It, it's not inclusive really enough for me. Yeah. yeah. And it, they're, it, it seems like they're trying too hard. Um, it's kind of their style. Honestly, like everything that they do is that like goofy, weird, like, and I love goofy and weird. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. We like, just, if yeah. They were, if we were again, closer to them yeah. and we got it more regularly, like you'd probably, you probably be like, oh, this is hilarious. They're so fun. Like, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. But, but yeah, they are right. a very niche market and, um, no, it's cool. No, I they're, mean, they're out of Columbus. Uh, like I said, a couple podcasts ago, um, super cool spot in downtown. And definitely check them out if you're out there. Right. Um, yeah, I we need to go back. Special thanks if to you, Sean P for grabbing these cans for us because honestly, I never Sean. thought that I'd even try it. Was he in Columbus? Or no, he, he has he a trade, friend that he trade. trades with him. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he was the one that hooked us up with this, and I'm super stoked to have it. Really pumped that you enjoy it because I know Sarah did not. And so, like, I was like, eh, you know what, maybe just give me one can so that I can have it myself because Sarah wasn't really on it. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what, nah, just give me two because I'm sure I'll share it with my brothers and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. but he's... Um, no, this is really good. Um, yeah, but it's it's also a New England triple. It's not your standard, yeah. like, IPA triple because, mm-hmm. I mean, most triples are going to be foggy because of the sediment and the extra yeah. um, alcohol content, right? right? But this is this drinks more like a double IPA than most. Um, we're getting to the point where we should definitely wrap up. 
Yes. Yeah, I think uh, this was, uh, we were kind of all over the place, but, you know, <laughs> I can't really blame us. We're all, we're, we're both in really weird positions right now, and no one else is here to, to tame us. Center us, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really have any plans for the upcoming week, so I don't really know if there's anything that I can actually preview. Well, we know that uh, Underscore on the Beach is coming up this week. No, out oh. current. Oh, that's right. After car. No, but it's, I don't. No, I think it's. I think it's the week after. No, we checked today. It is. There yeah, is an underscore okay. coming out this week on Thursday. Oh, um, I'm excited. Um, so yeah, I just had underscore passion fruit, which is from Dancing Gnome. If you guys didn't already know, right? The drink underscore again. series. Love it. <laughs> drink again. Yeah, chug your chug your drink because it's the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, but I just oh this that this series has just they have. Just consistently cranked out these amazing fruited sours, like yeah, uh, like, oh, like so good. Sorry, underscore on the beach is next month. Yeah, um, they are going to be releasing their flower beer this weekend. Speedwell, I think is what it's called. Okay. Um, so we'll probably get both of those. Yeah, we're gonna try um, to get that. Jake and Jake Sean should be here is... next week. Um, Ryan might be here next week. I don't know, Ryan. Hasn't been here since like podcast three, but right. But we're gonna try to get we're gonna try to get more people, so it's not just me and Nick yeah. lecturing you about uh, <laughs> how much we hate each sh- other and random <laughs> shit. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, yeah, no, I think uh, no, I think we covered we covered a lot. But yeah, this was fun. We did, we did. Um, I will say, grab your tickets for Philly invades Pittsburgh. Yeah, come, come see us. us. Yeah, come see us. us. We're going to be we'll there. Post a, we'll post a picture of oh, like, we'll be, all of us. Oh, we will. Yeah, we'll be, we will be all over social media about um, this. Yeah, check us out. Uh, the Weekly Recap 1 on Instagram. No, the, no. It's, it's the Weekly Recap on Instagram. Yes, the sorry. Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Right. Those are our two social medias um, that we Reach use. out to us for business opportunities at... The weekly recap one at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We do have an email account, <laughs> so let us know. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we um, yeah, we have fun doing this. So if you have fun, we're happy. And uh, if you don't have fun, leave us a comment. Angry, whatever, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, the one thing I do want to touch on as well, we do read all of our instant messages, DMs, whatever you want to call them. Um, we are not in the business of trading beer. Although, if you are ever in town, we will buy you a beer. I will go on record and say that. You can mark that down. Yes. Podcast six at about 80 minutes. Nick said he would buy you a beer. Um, <laughs> yes, please come hang out with us. But, seriously. Yeah, we're, uh, um, we're, we will definitely get into the whole the whole trading scene uh, with craft beer at some point. But I would think next podcast is probably a good time to bring yeah. it up. Um, um, right now, yeah. We, we're, we don't we, trade. We don't ship anywhere because we are of... The, um, I personally am of the thinking that the truest form of a beer is on draft, and that is how you should enjoy it. Also, I'm pretty sure shipping uh, alcohol in Pennsylvania is illegal. Yeah. Um, and I know that Hot Culture did just get something from Cinderlands in the the USPS, and I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah. So uh, we're we're not trying to risk our uh, livelihood to ship you beer. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to, I mean, if you're in Pittsburgh, let us know because we will definitely take you around because we love all these places and we know a lot about them. Yeah. And but, they're, they're good friends of ours at this point. And like I said, first one's on me Yeah, because I want to share 
how awesome our beer culture is. And I know that there are places, if you're coming in, please bring something. We will definitely trade with you oh, in yes. person. Oh, of course. But I'm not going to risk sending something across state lines that yes. could put me in any sort of Hot legal water. issue. Yeah. Because I can't afford a lawyer. <laughs> All right. So we are officially finished off here. We're going to yes, finish up these have, key bumps. Yes, we Let's, have talked uh, a lot this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how we filled 80 minutes of me me and Nick talking, but <laughs> whoever's out there listening, thank, thank you. you. And, um, uh, and we'll see you next week. Yep. We'll be here next week. And uh, cheers, everyone. Yes. Cheers. Cheers.